0: Hey y'all, welcome to the podcast. This is the first official episode of Everything's Fine with me, your host, Brooke Zellany. We're going to dive into this episode's topic in a second. But I just want to talk to you about the day I just had. I knew it was going to be an interesting one from the moment that I woke up this morning. So, I'm lying in bed, per usual, and my dog, Blossom, she jumps up on the bed like every morning. Time to wake me up, you know. Like lays down, wants cuddles, belly scratches, all the, all the things. And I'm like, sweet, like normal. Okay, I need to get up in a few minutes and start getting ready for work. And I hear, hmm, hmm, and. I look over at my dog, and she's now sitting up, staring at me with this look in her eye, like, "Mother, help me," And I'm like, "Girl, I just washed these sheets yesterday. You better not throw up on my bed." <laughs> and so I'm like, Boss, I'm get down." And she jumps into her bed on the floor, and I'm like, "No, not in your bed because like." I also washed her sheets, or, okay, her blanket, she does not have sheets, not that spoiled, and I was too late, she, she puked all over her freshly washed blanket, and that was like all before 8 a.m., I thoroughly understand now why growing up my parents would be like, run to the toilet, like, you're gonna puke, run, like, aim for the bowl, ugh. So then, a little bit later in my day, I'm driving to work. It's about a 30-minute drive. I get to work, and I get into my office, and I realize I left all of my stuff at home, my computer. Like, literally, to work, I need my computer. And I left it 30 minutes away from me. So I told my boss, I was like, hey, man, so sorry. Left my computer at work. I, uh, I'm going to go get that. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And so I drive back home, I get my computer and I'm like, okay, let's sit down and like answer emails and some phone calls real quick and then we'll get back on the road. So I do that, put all my stuff in my backpack, I put my backpack on and then I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's get to work. So I go down the stairs, go out the garage, close the garage door, get to my car. I can't open my car. Why can't I open my car? Because I left my car keys inside my house, which means I left my house keys inside my house with no way to get inside my house. So that I have now locked myself out. We're having a good day. And so I, luckily my housemates home, so I just called and I was let in and everything was all good. Let's see, oh, and then I had to go to CVS to pick up a prescription and I get to CVS and they're like, sorry, we don't have that prescription. Um, I don't think your doctor ever sent it to us. What? (laughs) So then I call the doctor and I'm like, Hey man. And it's like time sensitive. Like I have to get it within a specific time or else I have to like start this whole thing over and it's just terrible. So I call the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll transfer you over to this person. And if they're not there, leave a message. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So they transfer me over. And, of course, the lady is not there to answer the phone. So I leave a message. And at the end, it's like, we'll get back to you within 48 hours. rope. I drove to the doctor's office. And I just dealt with the receptionist. And she was very, very kind. And they handled it. So she told me that it was sent over to CBS and they should have it. I'm hopefully going to pick it up tomorrow if all goes well. So that's all been my day. Puke, forgetting my work, forgetting my keys, getting locked out, and having to deal with incompetence. The puke in the morning was my favorite. I felt so bad after yelling at her to get off my bed because she... She gets this look in her eyes, my dog, and she just looks so helpless. And then after, after she puked, she looked at me, and her, like, little jaw was, like, shaking. And she just, like, was so sad. She's like, Mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, because that's how she talks to me. <laughs> I felt so bad for yelling at her, but I did not want puke on my bed. I was trying to get her to puke on the hardwood floor so I could easily clean it, but... Alas, that is not what happened. So anyway, after that very long introduction, the topic today is the title of this podcast. Are you in the right room? What does that mean, Brooke? Well, oh, let's find out. Um, so I've actually been thinking about this topic a lot because I've had a lot of recent changes in my life in the past like 6 months. And so I think it's important to analyze what room you're in. And what I mean by that is, what environments are you putting yourself in? What type of people are you surrounding yourself by? What mentality are you keeping on a daily basis kind of thing? I've been thinking about it a lot because I'm in a completely new environment where I don't know anyone. I decided to move across the country where none of my family lives. So it's been interesting. I've started a new job. Um, Everyone around me is new. And it's been really, really fun and really, really rewarding. But it's also terrifying. But it's getting better. So what I have been doing and what I've found myself doing a lot of the time is when I find myself in a new situation, I kind of look around and I'm like, okay, why am I here? And a lot of times lately it's been like, oh, you have to be here for work. Or, oh, you're here because you're trying to, like, meet people and, like, make friends, right? Or, like, oh, I'm here to eat food. But figuring out the motive behind why I'm in a specific situation has helped me make sure I'm making the right decisions. I think it's a smart tool to use on a day-to-day basis to help you go through life with a purpose rather than just, like, going through the motions kind of thing. Um, which kind of goes with my next point of what is the goal you've set for being in the room you're in, for being around the people that you're around? Um, I think that's so, so important because if you're just surrounding yourself with people that aren't serving you in any way and not like hands and feet, like, oh my gosh, here's this bowl of cereal that I prepared for you and I did it with love. No, I mean... Are they pushing you to be a better person? Are they helping you learn a new skill? Are they giving you a way to relax as in like laughter and getting your mind off of stress? Are they becoming a friend or there's the flip side of are they putting you in bad situations? Are they giving you stressors in your life? Are they holding you back from achieving a goal? That's what we're talking about today with, am I in the right room? I'm like holding my breath while I'm trying to talk and it is so hard. I just need to stop doing that. So like I talked about a little bit earlier, I've been thinking about this topic a lot because of my experiences and the choices I've made for myself and analyzing why did I choose to move across the country? Um, Am I making the right friends? Am I Having the correct goals in mind, the new job has helped me a lot because I work in a really, really awesome industry and the people are really, really kind. And so that is one thing that's kind of helped me is just like I surround myself every day with like really decent people who actually care about one another. So in turn, it makes my job a really nice environment to be in. So, kind of the next point I want to roll into is if you're in a room that you're not sure you want to be in, as in are you in an environment that you're not really sure about, what holds you back from getting to the point or getting to the environment that you want to be in? I watched a seminar recently, and it was a little bit, a little bit, it was a lot of bit eye-opening. And I totally agreed with this statement that they made was when you get stuck in a position, there can be a lot of factors as to why. But I think, and personally for me, is because of fear. Fear is a big factor as to why you can be not growing um, either mentally or emotionally or uh, in your job or goal-oriented, why you get stuck on specific places in your path to a specific goal and I think a lot of time it is a mental battle we have I mean it it is for me for 100% because I fight mentally a lot with um, ways that I tell myself that it's not going to work out and I've also learned throughout the years to if I do make myself overcome a specific fear and I get past whatever point I was stuck at, that it's so rewarding. So I wanted to see if any of these fears resonated with you, and it's just a short list that I came up with. Fear of rejection. Fear of isolation. Fear of succeeding. Fear of responsibility. Fear of failure. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of loneliness. Guess what? Me too. If any of those hit home with you, I have struggled with every single one of those things. And probably 30 more fears that I can't think of off the top of my head. And everyone probably listening to this podcast, however many of you there are, every one of you has probably either one of those fears I listed Resonated with you or you had your own fear pop up in your head and you're like, yeah, that that thing, that thing messes with me and I don't know how to get rid of it. Fear is definitely something that every single person deals with. And a lot of the time it's just holding you back from whatever goal you've set and you're just not quite there. It's probably that little thing in your head saying this is going to happen if you do this. Or, you suck, man. Like, you, you shouldn't even be trying to do this. Why are you even doing this? Like, no one's going to like that. No one's going to no appreciate what you just did. I mean, literally right now, I'm doing something that honestly kind of scares me. And talking to people about topics in my brain that I think about on a regular basis. Like, who's going to want to listen to this? You know? But guess what? I'm going to do it anyway, because it makes me happy. So, and that's the thing, is figuring out what makes you happy. So what room are you in? Is it serving you? Is it making you happy? Or is it, is it feeding into the fears that you have? Is it hindering you from getting that goal that you really want? One thing I've learned throughout my 20-something-odd years is doing the things that make your heart race a little bit, that make you a little bit sweaty, make your palms sweat, you know, um, that, that get you out of your comfort zone. Those are the little moments that you find yourself conquering a fear. And it may be a fear you didn't even realize you had, but your body reacts. To your mental state naturally it just happens they're freaking connected so whenever you have those reactions kind of take a step back and maybe think it's a fear that you've had and you're actively trying to conquer it in that moment you know um okay the next thing I wanted to talk about with um with are you in the right room is being the smartest person in the room I think it can be really comfortable for a lot of people to make sure they're the smartest person in the room because if you have that capability and you put yourself in those situations, I think that it kind of gives you more control of the room. But I think there are some cons to that. Where's the growth in that? Um, If you're the smartest person in the room, who do you ask questions to? What are you learning? What are you gaining? How are you growing if you're always the smartest person in the room? There's a quote from Selena Gomez. I think she has said that it's one of her favorite quotes. And she says, If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I really, really love that. Um, I'm a Learner by nature, I'm an observer by nature. I can talk all day long to somebody. Um, that could be a lie. I can talk to somebody for a decent amount of time, but I really, really love to just watch somebody, I'm just observing, like absorbing your surroundings. And that's what we're always doing with whatever situation we put in: is in some way or manner, we're absorbing what's around us. And so you just need to make sure that you're giving yourself opportunities to learn and grow and not be stuck or stagnant in a position where you think, I'm, I'm freaking awesome. Like, I don't need to learn anything because I'm just so amazing at what I do. You, uh, you're clearly missing a portion of life because no, no one knows everything, right? So... Think about that whenever you're in a situation where you're like, yeah, all these people, man, they don't know nothing. Like, I know everything that there needs to know about whatever project we're working on right now. Like, no, there's probably somebody out there that's thought of something that you haven't. And if you never ask the questions, then you're never going to learn. I was probably that really annoying kid in college that was like a teacher's pet type person in the classroom because I loved asking questions and I did not care if they sounded stupid. Cause I was like, you know, I'm a young blonde girl. Like they can think I'm dumb. Like I don't care. And so like, even if it was like a simple word or like a phrase and I was like, I, I don't understand what that means. Or I don't know. Or like I hated whenever I was in those situations. Cause like I got anxiety about it when I was in the situations in class where You'd like, we'd be, going, we'd be going through like a nutrition problem or something. And I would like look around the room and everyone is like writing down the answer and like working through it. And I would be like stuck on like the initial like question. And I would be like, dude, I have no idea how to make this next move. I'd wait till like everyone was done and the teacher was like, okay, like who wants to go to the board or whatever, do this problem. And I would nominate myself. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go up there. And I'd like go up there and I'd write the question, like the initial question. And then I'd look at the teacher and I'd be like, this is as far as I got. I straight up don't know how to do this. I got to learn something straight from the source that's teaching it. For one, it's like a pretty reliable source. Okay. And then two, I got to honestly build confidence in getting up in front of people, uh, public speaking, and I like would make myself, in every single class, do that. Uh, get up, do something on the board, uh, raise my hand, and ask questions just to make my confidence grow, even a little bit. If you're the smartest person in the room, then I think you have a little bit of an obligation to also be setting an example and or teaching. That can be a de- like a dependent variable, depending on, like, your audience, I guess. But at the same time, if you're going to make sure you're always the smartest person in the room, then there better be a reason why you're doing that. But then there's the cons of you're never asking questions. You're not learning anything. You're kind of settling for mediocre because you're comfortable and you don't want to get outside of your comfort zone. So the next and last little section I have is think about what room you're in now. And if it's somewhere where you're uncomfortable, or it's somewhere where you're, you're not growing, or learning anything new, or pushing yourself to do something different, or achieving a goal that you've been trying to reach, then you need to think about what room are you in now to what room do you want to be in? I have three things to ask yourself to hopefully get you Onto the journey of from point A to point B. First off, why? Why am I here in the room that I am in? Figure out your motive for being where you are. And figure out if you are settling. Do you want to be a settler? Like you're not settling to like build a town. That's already been done. Are you settling because it's comfortable? So figure out why you're here, figure out your motive of why you're in the room you're in. Then after you figure out your motive and asking, why am I here? Ask, why do I wanna get to point B? What's the reason behind you wanting to grow? Because you you can wanna grow all day long, but if you don't understand why you wanna grow, then it's probably not going to happen. I don't know if that sounds harsh, but in in general, if you don't understand why, the how is going to be harder. Second, it's the how. Um, How do I get to where I want to be? What vehicle are you going to use to get there, right? Are you going to try to do it by yourself? Uh, Personally, I don't think that's very wise. I think it makes your journey a lot harder. Are you going to go look for resources? Meaning, are you going to go educate yourself? Are you going to go purchase what you need to purchase to get that next goal? Are you going to save the money that you need to achieve that goal? Are you going to get rid of the people in your life that are holding you back? Are you going to defend yourself and get out of a scenario that you shouldn't be in? Are you going to choose growth instead of settling? That's the how. And then the last thing is the who. I mentioned in the how, are you going to do it alone? And the who is so important. I would not be where I am today. I would have not had the courage to move across the country if I did not have the parents I had, the siblings I have, the teachers I had in college, the boss that I had in college. There's no way that I would be where I am without any of them. And you can't conquer a world by yourself. You can try as hard as you want to. I don't think you're going to get very far. Isolating yourself, I think, is a bold move. Plus, if you do it alone, you're so lonely even if you do achieve that goal at some point and you isolate yourself to get that goal because you're like, I got to focus on this. I got to put all of my energy into this one thing to get this goal because that's how I'm going to get it done. Right? Okay. Let's say you do that. You get that goal. You achieve it. Who are you going to share it with? You've already exiled all your friends. You've exiled your family. What's the point in life if you go through it alone? You know how depressing that is? Freaking not having any friends. I'm semi going through right now. I'm slowly gathering new friends as I am here longer. But even being here, like, the first month I was here and not knowing anybody, like, I, I have my dog, so, like, that's helpful. But being here alone was really hard. So going back to the main question of, What room are you in and what room do you want to be in? And the three things you need to ask yourself are, why am I in the situation I'm in? Why do I want to get to the goal that I want to get to? How am I going to do that? And am I going to use resources or am I going to save that money? Am I going to spend that money that I need to spend? And then the last one is who. Are you going to try to do it alone? And if you are, I think you need to think about who you're going to share that goal with once you achieve it. So it's the why, how, and the who. We're actually, (laughs) fooled you all, we're actually playing a game of Clue. And I just lost. One last thing I have to leave with you is, like I was thinking about this episode and what I was going to say in it. And it was like 2 a.m. And I was trying to sleep and it was not working. And this phrase popped into my head. If you don't think, you don't dream. If you don't dream, then you don't set goals. If you don't set goals, then you're settling. And I don't think anybody should have to settle for a room and or a situation that they don't want to be in. So, all right, that's all I have for you guys. This was an amazing way to end my day from puke to podcast. Woo! Uh, tune in next week for something else. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I do these based off my emotions. <laughs> if that's not scary, I don't know what is. So thank you, guys. Come back. Peace i forgot the mic was on there hang on let's move this because it's because it's a little hot in here Ooh. okay let's get her done how do i do dish okay okay like a bullfrog outside my window and it's like meh meh meh, meh. dude shut up